time. Tell me about health. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you want to know? Well, you got lots of notes. So let's just start there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Oh, wait a minute. I guess you should tell why it matters that you even get to talk about it. So, you got credentials. So I am. I have my master's in nutrition and bachelor's in biology and I'm a certified personal trainer. Cool. Thanks. Okay, <laughs> <keep going. laughs> uh, so the main thing so Jonathan wanna talk about supplements or he brought that up. I brought up a lot of things. Well that was the one that I remembered the most, I guess. Yeah. So um but before supplements uh, I just want to say that it's important to focus on eating whole foods first. So supplements that means to supplement, so it shouldn't be the main thing. What are whole foods? So whole food, like um, preferably minimally processed. So um, that would be things that look like what it is. So like... So is bread a whole food? So bread would be processed, which there's there's different levels of bread too. So there's some that I would say are processed, but some are ultra-processed. So ultra-processed would go through um, more industrialized processes versus like uh, a chicken breast. It was processed, but it was killed and cut but you could still tell that's meat from an animal so so is it bad <laughs> is it bad to mix ingredients then like bake a cake well a cake <laughs> you have like all these whole foods and you squish them all up together yeah so you're doing that yourself so i would still say that's less processed than some if it's something that can sit on the shelf for three years like something's not right <laughs> but I, just, I still want to know like like if I grab something and smush it up and put it with something else, is that worse than just eating them separate? Like if I have squash and <laughs> no, mix it with something else, is it going to impact the way it like, like is it is it worse than if I just eat the squash by itself? No. There is a difference though, like, so if you eat raw vegetables versus cooked, not that one's better than the other, but it does make some of the nutrients more bioavailable. Um, but... That goes both for raw and cooked, so both are beneficial, just in different ways. Yeah, bananas. <laughs> what about <laughs> like green bananas versus yellow bananas? Yeah, yellow like has more sugar. It's cooked, but it's like same thing. Like raw, I guess it's like different compounds are inside of it based off the what is it called? Ripeness. The ripeness. Yeah, that's yeah. the word. <laughs> yeah, the more ripe, typically it's been the starches have been converted more to sugar so it's actually higher in sugar the more ripe it is yeah so it's better to eat green bananas yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so you said supplements so anyway so whole foods it's okay as long as it's not so is it really like the chemicals that are added to processed foods that make it less beneficial for you than if it is you mixing those same ingredients together yeah so usually processed foods have a lot of sugar, like even things that you don't think of as sweets, like 
typically add a lot of sugar to make it more palatable. Like which ketchup. Is, yeah, like ketchup. It's crazy. Um, bread, like you make bread, you probably put sugar, but it's probably way more in processed because um, it makes it easier to eat and more addicting. And that's what food companies want is for you to keep eating their food. So, mm. are, are you anti big big food? I'm a food conspiracy theorist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, what about big supplement? Supplements are tricky. So and that what you're like going to talk about right now? So you're like, yeah, you, I didn't say I'm all it? pro supplement. I'm just talking about supplements. Okay, so mostly but eat whole so foods before, and sometimes before supplement. supplements. So supplements to supplement anything you're missing. Um, but you want to eat real foods first, so fruit, vegetables, meat. That's where you're going to get the most stuff from. There is, like, processed foods that are fortified, which means things have been added to it. Like, milk is usually fortified with vitamin D because uh, vitamin D deficiency is pretty common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember reading about that in high school. So, yeah, that, like, iodized salt, all those things, the government or What is iodized salt for? Iodine added to salt. But what is it for? Uh, What's the iodine for? So iodine deficiency usually causes issues with thyroid. Oh well, why would they care about that? Thyroid's pretty important. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I get like the vitamin Hormones, D deficiency sounds like it was re- like I don't remember like something about high school, but it seemed pretty important why they added the vitamin D in the milk. So it actually sounded mostly like it was more beneficial to get children to keep working um, in the factories when they did that. But anyway. <laughs> That was my high school teacher. Shout out Coach Jackson. I don't know if you ever listened, but <laughs> I think you said something something about that in that history class. It's about vitamin D. So whole foods to supplements. Yeah. So also with the whole foods, also exercise and sleep are important. And then like drinking water is important. So if you don't do those things and take a supplement, it's kind of pointless. Like if you're just going to eat fast food all the time and then take your multivitamin like you're really not doing yourself any good. So better to get the nutrients from real food. Um so one of the reasons that is food versus supplements is that the real food has other nutrients in it. So if you take like a vitamin C supplement, all you're getting is a bunch of vitamin C. Um but really it needs other cofactors, other things to help it be more bioavailable so that your body can actually absorb it and use it so when you're taking supplements you're missing out on some of those other things so are there like supplements for those cofactors yeah i'm sure um probably not like like a lot of people drink those emergency things i don't know uh, how great those sickness are. or whatever yeah, i feel like yeah. everybody gets those that's like the main supplement that. everybody takes is vitamin c they think it's like a miracle thing mm-hmm. but um does our body just process vitamin c easier than other vitamins or well, so people do it because they think because it it does help with the immune system. It has other benefits too, like antioxidant and stuff. But like you can get that from real food. And vitamin C is a water soluble vitamin, so any excess you're just gonna pee out. So if you're taking a big supplement of it and you're not using all of that, you're just peeing out what you put in. So I can think of that in cents, like how many cents am I peeing out right now? Yeah. That's a waste. Yeah. But if you're, say you're getting, it's like oranges, everybody knows oranges have vitamin C, Mm -hmm. Uh, other things do too, but, um, so you eat oranges, you're getting way more than just vitamin C from it. You're getting 
carbs, calories, because you need those to, like, live. So vitamin C supplements aren't really helping you sustain you other than that. There's fiber and oranges, all kinds of stuff. So you might as well go with the whole food that you're getting other benefits from, too. Mm. All right, what else? Um, so another thing with the supplements uh, is you have to be careful because they're not really regulated by the FDA. I've seen that. So, like, like drugs are So who regulated. checks it? Um, so pretty much there's, like, certain things they have to put on the label, um, but it's really unchecked until something goes wrong, and then the FDA checks it after something's already happened. So pretty much I could say I have this vitamin C supplement, put this vitamin C on a label and how much is supposedly in it and can sell it. So like there's really not much regulation on it. Um, It's treated more as a food than like a drug. So they can't even make like health claims necessarily. Like it can't be used as a treatment for disease. Um, and then also, so, like, a lot of supplement companies have been found out to have, like, not even have what they say is in it. So it could say it has a 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C. But then when people, like, actually tested it, there might be, like, 10% of that. So, like, they can get away with doing that kind of stuff because it's not regulated unless you do... um like, a lot of supplement companies now do third-party testing because they know, like, people know. People are starting to find out that they might not have what it says in it or might have extra stuff, too. So there might be, like, extra fillers and um, even, like, traces of heavy metals and stuff that aren't good for you and with the supplements, and they don't have to report that because there's no regulation on it, really. But some companies get... Uh, third-party tested by, like, labs and stuff that verify that there's not any metals in it or anything that's not supposed to be in it or and to make sure that there's actually the nutrient that it claims to have. So if I buy supplements, I always research and make sure it's third-party tested because otherwise you might be Why wasting your money. Why trust third parties, though? Well, they're third parties. They're not necessarily What is big supplements giving them money on the DL? I mean, they might be, but... <laughs> And usually those are more expensive supplements, but I feel like if you're going to spend money, you might as well have it tested. Otherwise, you might be spending money on something that's cheaper but has doesn't even have what you think it has in it. So, mm. so what supplements are good? Um, so the main reason to take or a brand. supplement. Sorry, brands is what, what I meant. What brands? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot. Of brands, I would just research and look what's third party tested. Like um, one that I've gotten before. It depends on what kind of supplement you're looking at specifically too. But um, Nutri, I can't remember the name of it. It's Nutri something. But yeah, I would just say do research because there's multiple that are third party tested, um, and no one's paying me to tell you which ones to buy so i'll just say that yeah so what are <laughs> you haven't even said a brand though so what I, know, do you matter? That's what, I can't remember the name of it so. so you're saying you're not gonna say a brand until somebody pays you yeah oh well i mean i do have some like so with creatine i use naked creatine is the brand naked is the brand they do other supplements too you and say they're naked party. or naked 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 n-a-k-e-d 
K-E-D. Naked um, creatine. Yeah, but they have other supplements too, but that's the only thing I've gotten from them. But they're third-party tested. It's called Naked, I guess, because they don't have any extra stuff on there. Mm-hmm. So. so are they lacking in the other things that would help it be bioavailable to the body? Well, yeah, all supplements do for the most part. So what's the point of taking the creatine if it's not bioavailable? So creatine is... So not all supplements aren't bioavailable. They're just not as much as food. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we have nutrient deficiencies in spite of eating food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of that has to do with our soil now is depleted of nutrients. So like even eating fruits and vegetables, there's less nutrients in it than what there might have been a long time ago because just the way our agriculture is now and um, the lack of nutrients in the soil because of how we grow food. So um, so sometimes there still are nutrient deficiencies. And sometimes people have nutrient deficiencies because of um, the inability to absorb things, which in that case supplements don't really help because their body's not absorbing anyway. There's some other underlying disease. Um, but, yeah, that's a whole different thing. But... Uh, the most common nutrient deficiencies, one is vitamin D3, um, so that we get primarily from sunlight, so that's the best way to get it, because even vitamin D in food, like we can get it in like salmon, uh, I think like walnuts, a lot of things has vitamin D, but to make it the type that we need in the body, the best way to get it is from the sun, because the sun can like convert the type we get in food into the usable type also. Um, but then obviously some parts of the times of the year we get less sunlight. And I feel like now we're probably inside more than what people used to be when they had to work outside more. Um, so I think that's why there's a lot of deficiency. Hmm. And actually skin tone can affect that too. So um, if you have a darker skin tone, you have more uh, melanin. So that actually kind of like blocks your ability to absorb vitamin D3. Um, and so, like, lighter skin people would have that deficiency less because of their ability to get it from sunlight. So, yeah. So, But that would be a good one to take because if you're deficient in that, there's, like, all kinds of issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so with, like, muscle bone health uh, can cause fatigue um, even like mental health stuff like changes in mood and stuff irritability because of deficiency in that so and then another one uh, B12 so that one again it's kind of similar um, issues with the deficiency fatigue numbness even like memory issues. Uh, that one's seen mostly in vegans because B12 is common in meat and dairy. So people that are vegan are really um, deficient in that or more likely to be. Um, so I'd say that would be a good reason to supplement with that, um, like those people. So because they're not getting it in food if they choose not to eat those things. Um, and another one, magnesium. I think that one... So I read that there was like 60% of people, I think this was in the U.S., are deficient in magnesium. Um, So again, that has to do with the soil also being depleted of that. Um, 
And so that can cause sleep issues, anxiety, uh, fatigue, all those things. So, um, so yeah, that one's a good one to supplement with if needed. But again, if you're not deficient in it, it's you don't really just need excess of it. That it usually doesn't have. So if you get excess of the other stuff, do you just pee it out to you? Uh, so it depends. Like so, water soluble vitamins they dissolve in water, so you're going to uh, excrete those in urine. But then you have fat-soluble vitamins. Then you have fat-soluble vitamins, so they dissolve in fat, so your body can actually store those. Um, So, like, that would be... The fat-soluble vitamins are A, D, E, and K. So those... If you eat those, you could actually store them to use for later um but then the b and c vitamins are water soluble so you'll just excrete those out um and i'm really not sure with like minerals and stuff i think you can retain some of those or they just get dropped in the deuces maybe no they're not water soluble i don't know about minerals i think it'd be different minerals too there might be some that are water some they're fat i don't know are they just lodged in us forever if we don't use it (laughs) but which so um that's another thing with supplements you have to be careful like of. Rocks. Um, there's minerals in rocks, I guess. Yeah. What? So there's minerals in rocks. So minerals like like uh, calcium would be a mineral. Phosphate. Those things usually we store those in our bones. Actually. Um, Is our bone rock? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> I'm so confused about minerals now. I need yeah. more clarification about minerals and their classifications. I probably have some books over it. Was this for another episode? What you're saying? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. I hadn't studied up on minerals, I guess. In the, well, I guess I mean, sodium is considered. That's electrolyte. I guess it's not technically mineral. Uh, but anyway, so the fat-soluble vitamins. So you have to be careful with those, with supplements, because they don't excrete in the urine. So you do have a risk of toxicity Which with one those. Is fat-soluble vitamins. Fat-soluble. So it's A, D, E, and K. Say you store them in your body for, you can use them later. Like if you eat them now, don't need it all, you store it and then can use it later. But um, some of those can be toxic, like with supplements, because supplements mm. usually have like a way higher dose than you would actually eat in normal food. Um, so those can become toxic if you get too many of those. Mm. Um, and I don't remember all the symptoms of like what can happen um, with those toxics toxicities but you don't have to really worry about eating too much vitamin d in like real food because you'd have to eat a lot of food to Mm. like make that happen so the only issue with those is with supplements getting too much if you're not taking the right dose or if there's also issues with like cross like some things don't go well together just like with Mm. medication um that's another issue with supplements compared to regular food. What else you got? <laughs> uh, so another one that... I feel like... Did you even talk about creatine yet? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think you really... No. Oh, I was talking more about like nutrient deficiencies. Creatine mm-hmm. is more for... It's not really a nutrient deficiency. We do get it. It's mainly in meat, so we get it. But it's one of those things that you can actually get benefit from even. It's not really a deficiency thing. It's Mm -hmm. just enhances like 
uh, performance, muscle growth. Um, I feel like people usually think of creatine as like bodybuilders use it. Um, yeah, I remember I used to get told all the time that you were going to die if you didn't drink like tons of water when you were taking it too. Yeah, I can. Um, I don't think you have to drink tons of water, but if you're not drinking enough water, yeah, it can cause dehydration. Um, so yeah, just drink adequate amounts. Don't think you have to get like two gallons a day or anything, but just like a normal recommendation is fine, I think, with it. So, um, but yeah, most people think of it as just for like muscle building and stuff, mm-hmm. but it can actually boost performance. Cause so what creatine is, so we use phosphocreatine as part of our pathway to make ATP, which is the energy of the cell. Um, and so creatine helps kind of make that process be able to keep going so we can keep making energy over and over. So that's why it helps with, um, basically creating more energy for like really high intensity type exercises. So like one rep max kind of thing, like, so it helps with that. So because of that, it also helps, uh, to build muscle and strength. Um, but then they've also found benefits in the brain because our brain is made of cells and it uses ATP as its energy source. Mm. So kind of same concept. It helps with like cognitive benefits. Um, and I read something about it might even help. This is like the most well-studied part of it is that it helps with like the muscle part, but then. So it would create to make me smarter? Possibly. Hmm. Helps the brain function better, I would say. Smarter is better. What does better mean? Like, like more clearly, like yeah. less fog. I don't know what the actual word is for that brain fog. What is it? What's an actual word technical for that? But mm-hmm. is it is that what helps with like would it help clear that kind of stuff up or is it more for like like maybe you feel lethargic? Yeah, so I think it helps with like processing quicker, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then I would say probably helps with like the mental fog thing too. Mm. Um, but there's even been studies that show like links. This is like more new stuff that's not as confirmed. Like the muscle building and stuff is pretty well like yeah. everybody agrees on that. Um and even like the other cognitive benefits, but then they've kind of started seeing benefits with other neurological diseases like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, things like that, mm-hmm. that it might actually not necessarily prevent it or cure it, but that it can actually slow down some of the decline with that. Hmm. So, no, that's cool. That'd yeah. be good. Yeah. So it's like one of the best. So like it's not just for people that want to work out and get swole. Like it's good for everybody. So. Yeah, I'm pro creatine. <laughs> pro creatine. What if it's what? What happens when it becomes big creatine? Well, so the thing. So with supplements, for the most, from what I've seen, I'm sure they can patent them since it's not food. But most, if it's a nutrient, like nobody can really just patent like vitamin C because it's in food. So I feel like there's less issues with that compared to like drugs mm. because those like whoever comes up with it can kind of like patent it mm. as their own and make a lot of money on it so i'm sure there's some of that with supplements like certain blends and stuff but i feel like just nutrients that they can't really do that because it's like it just is what it is so but i'm sure their formula they can somehow but mm. i feel like more companies can 
have freedom to make their own. So sometimes with freedom apparently comes deception too, I guess. Yeah. So. Uh, and then, then you just have to trust the third parties to be honest and forthright with what they're testing. Yeah. Hmm. Do you know of any third-party companies? No. no. Yeah. Okay, we should do one on that later. Talk about different third-party companies and see why they're maybe better than others. I don't know, because I feel like there might be the case, too, to see how things are, like, yeah, tested in. Because, like, sleeping bags, like I know this off of the creatine thing, whatever, but sleeping bags, apparently, they have, like, a very... Um, they have multiple systems, but then I read that some of those third-party systems are not depending on which one is rating the sleeping bag it may not be the best rating system because some of them will just walk like i was reading that people say that a lot of times those companies or some of those companies will have people that go in and ask questions and then leave but not actually test the product um, themselves and that would be their rating system so that's why i was wondering like because like big sleeping bag apparently they have a way to get around some of those rating systems uh Sometimes, like what the one of the videos I watched with one of the sleeping bag companies, it was the this the the company itself tested it and then told the third party what their tests came out to be, and then they were like, "Oh, we'll give you this label then that says that you're for you know whatever temperature it says it's rated for, or they say that it's rated for based on tests they did in house but sent to third party." So I was just curious if you knew like, are there like more like considered more reliable testing third-party testing for supplements that would give more credence to like the brands that maybe people are looking at but apparently not so i was just curious maybe something else to look into and talk about later but um anyway so brands brands so you're saying check so main thing to know is to look at supplements and make sure that they have some kind of testing and then maybe dig deep on that too i guess like how it was actually tested i don't know yeah i feel like there's a lot more people now that like I don't know, just, I guess, things I listen to and read that mm. people are more aware of it and, like, want to make sure what they're getting is legit. Yeah. So I feel like if you Google something, you'll find articles about if, like, I've Googled a co- supplement company and I found tons of articles that they found junk in it that wasn't good. Um, but then you still see it on the shelves. So, like, the stores and stuff aren't telling you that, so you have to go and do the research yourself. Mm. Um, but, yeah. So just research. What is the supplement? So what is the? So the main reason to even take supplements is just to to back up what you're already eating, mm-hmm. and then and then just hope for your body to function well. Like, what is the point of actually even worrying about that? I guess, like you said, thyroid issues. I guess, and then what else? Like the brain fog and. Like so is there, it is there depends more on the death, nutrient. deathly things, or is it just going to be like my life is not as good as it could be? Well, yeah, so I think there's, there's like, um, even like our RDA, like the recommended daily allowance. Mm-hmm. So, like, for protein, I don't remember the number, but for, like, my body weight and stuff, the RDA for protein is probably, like, 20 grams. And that's, like, so I won't die, basically, with mm-hmm. that amount of protein. But that's not optimal, necessarily. Mm-hmm. So, like... So, when you're talking about supplements, are you talking about optimal? Yeah, so I would say optimal. So, like, deficiencies can cause you to be sick. So, if you don't have enough D3, like, you can be, like, deathly sick. Mm. Like, not just, like, not optimal, but, like, really, really sick from it. Mm. Um, 
for any nutrient if you're not I say any probably most nutrients if you're not getting enough because like we need those for all kinds of different things in the body um but then yeah then there's a point where it's optimal um so yeah so sometimes like a multivitamin is good for that so like maybe you eat really good most of the time but there's some days you don't get enough eat enough vegetables or whatever mm-hmm. so taking a daily multivitamin kind of fills in those gaps so that when maybe you do miss out on something this day you have that to kind of back you up but it's not like you're not relying on it for your main nutrients so hmm. got any other knowledge or wisdom to drop on me um I'll say the same thing goes for, like, another common one that a lot of people use is uh, protein powder. I think mm-hmm. that's one of the most commonly used supplements, um, which we I feel like we consider it more like a food. Um, but it's still... So, like, back to the ultra-processed thing, protein powder is super-processed. Um, well, and there's it's not there, too. I mean, yeah, so all the supplements are processed, so that's why I said whole foods is better. Mm-hmm. Um, so the same thing with protein. Like, it'd be better to get your protein from real food, like beef, chicken, whatever, um, versus protein powders. But, so like I said, the protein, recommended protein daily allowance is, like, not optimal. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you want to get to optimal protein, like, to build muscle, which muscle is more than just for looks and strength. It actually has been shown to, like, help with metabolic function and, like, longevity. Um, So... It's important for all people. Um, so getting enough protein is important for that. Um, so if for some reason, say you're trying to get, one of the recommendations that I hear mainly is to get your one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Or if you're trying to lose weight to go for um, per pound of your goal body weight. So if you're trying to lose 30 pounds, your goal shouldn't be what you are, but, like, 30 pounds less. And it's a range, so it don't have to be, like, perfect um, every day. But if you're, say, you're trying to eat 150 grams of protein and you've eaten regular meals all throughout the day and then at night you realize you've only hit 100 grams for the day, then mm. at that point that would be when it would be good to add in, like, a protein shake to supplement that because mm. you didn't get enough with your food for the day. Because also real food is way more satiating, so you're going to feel way more satisfied and full from eating real food than high-processed food because it's just you can eat a lot of processed food and, like, tons of calories and not feel as full from it. Um, So if you're to the point where you're, like, feel like you're stuffing yourself trying to get enough protein, then protein powder can be good to help you get more protein without feeling like you're having to stuff yourself with more meat. Because meat's way more filling and satiating. Yeah. yeah, are there better meats for uh, if like if, if I'm trying to get a certain amount of protein and is there like a higher pro like I don't know so I don't have to eat like forty steaks or something <laughs> like is there a better protein or meat to get the protein from? Um, I don't know the exact like numbers, but I know beef is pretty uh, protein dense. Um, and uh, so it's a lot of other nutrients that are good. I feel like a lot of people think beef is not healthy, but beef has a lot of good um, yeah, that really nutrients on the and cut stuff though in it. Too, huh? Yeah, and grass-fed 
which it is more expensive um, to get, but grass-fed, grass-finished is definitely the best. Like I've mm. heard studies talk about how the uh, lipid profile is even different. So like non-grain-fed beef has a different fat ratio than grass-fed beef. So it actually does make a difference in the fat content of it. Um, not just the amount of fat it has, but the type of fat that it is mm-hmm. is actually better in grass-fed because that's what cows were made to eat was grass. And so mm-hmm. their body functions better when they eat that. Um, so that meat's going to be better for us to eat too if it's grass-fed. And same thing with fish, like wild-caught salmon has way more uh, omega threes than uh, farm raised salmon, hmm. and so that's like one of the big. Oh, that benefits. actually reminds me. What about okay? So it says wild caught versus organic. Is that going to be? So, I would say wild caught would be like top notch, the best because they're in the wild. They're eating what they were like made to eat, mm-hmm. and then organic. If they're still farm raised but eating organic food, that'd probably be second, and then. Just normal farm raised eating probably grains and stuff is probably the bottom mm. tier. So. Yeah. And same thing with beef. There's some say grass fed, but it's really grass fed, grain finished. So they still feed them grain at the end to fatten them up real quick before they butcher them. And then some is grass fed all the way through. Um, so that's going to be better. But the other would be. Grain-fed, grass-finished. Why would grass-fed be more expensive than, like that if they're just eating grass? Yeah, I've always wondered that. I think it's because the grain-fed, they can fatten them up more so mm. the cows get bigger, so they're actually getting more profit because they're getting to sell more meat. And they um, actually, the reason they taste better typically because people like the fat in the meat makes it give it more flavor. Like the mm. grass-fed beef typically is like a little bit different texture. I feel like if you get used to eating it, like it's still good, but the grain fed, it fattens them up really quick. And so they probably can butcher them earlier mm. too. So they're getting to cycle through quicker. Mm. So, but yeah. And I guess because of it takes less land too. Yeah. I think I remember when I was working at the animal clinic, they said something like cows need about like one cow needs an acre. Yeah, so and like then if an they're grain-fed, like, they can put them in factories, basically. Yeah, little stalls and just yeah. let them stand for until they die. Yeah, same with chickens. Big chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right, any other words of wisdom that you've collected you think it's important in this, I mean, this specific topic? I don't like, you know, all the other ones. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Eat real food and use supplements to supplement for real food hmm. and then make sure you got everything wild over yeah like if it says wild it's more beneficial to get that than organic or normal but organic would be in the middle yeah i feel like people think organic is like like a gimmick kind of thing mm-hmm. but i think it does make a big difference and th- the wild call especially in the grass fed all that with meat um because it has shown that, like, actually the nutrients in it is, like, way different. Mm-hmm. Um, but it makes sense because if you think about if we're not eating, like, if we're eating a bunch of processed grains, like, we're not at our healthiest. So why would animals be either? 
So then if they're not their healthiest and then we're eating them, like we're not getting the best. So Go catch your animal, catch your meat wild, catch your vegetables wild, and buy your supplements <laughs> from the store. Yeah. <laughs> when make sure they're expensive and third-party <laughs> tested. Yeah. They're yeah. not all super expensive. Like creatine's pretty cheap. So. So no more Nature's Valley or Nature's Own or Nature Valley. That's like granola bars. I thought that was. The, I thought there was like a Nature's <laughs> Valley and Nature's Own like brand of supplements, like Walmart and stuff sells and Amazon. Maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. It's the Green Bottle. There's two different companies. They say they both Nature's have Nature's Bounty. 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 So, Maybe that's what it is. Nature's Bounty and Nature's something. There's two. They Nature's own. I don't know. There's two different. Walmart sells one. Amazon sells one. Looks exactly the same. The nature part is just a little different. So, which is cheap ones. But yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to spend money, I say spend it on food versus supplements. Yeah. Mm. So if you're going to spend more money, get better food than. Something that might not even be beneficial. Because mm. you got to eat either way. That's true. Amen. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> All right. Any last last nuggets you want to throw out before we close? No, I think that's it. And that was Michaela Burge, everyone. The nutritionist slash physical. No, not she's not physical therapist yet. Uh, nutritionist slash personal trainer slash biology nerd. Yeah, that's it. Oh, she likes to work out too. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, and that's the end of discussion. And that was the end of discussion podcast with Michaela Burge, my wife. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you have questions, you can always send them in. Um, Gabe and maybe Michaela will be a more uh, regular guest to the podcast. So again, if you have any questions, they're great resources and I'm sure they would love to sit down and just get to think through whatever thoughts, comments, statements, concerns you have. Um, again, thank you for listening to the End of Discussion podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed this one. End of Discussion.